This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... You in? You Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The where loose change makes something of itself deal. Because only at McDonald's. And a stop at the toll booth turn into an impromptu breakfast stop. Welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? It's hard to beat any size McCafe iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. But pairing it with the new cheese Danish is a good way to try. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is for the fans. The Vibe. It's five o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon. Welcome to the Reds Report. Busy Easter weekend of football. We've completed it, mate. Luton drawing, Sunderland drawing. Tricky fixtures for most promotion contenders. But the Barnsley marches on. It's getting tasty at the top of League One. And Luton Town, we are coming for you. This is the Reds Report with Kyle, Chris, Carlo. Special guest, Josh Whale.
it only seems appropriate to start the programme with Europe and the final countdown because we are at the business end of the season. Um, I, I don't want to be ignorant. I'm just going to welcome, first of all, Kyle and Chris. You sort of sit behind me, so I can't, I can't, I can't look at you. Hey, up. You all right, lads? Yeah, you? Yeah, very good. Always all right when we're you, Carlo. Well, this, is, this is it, you see. Listen, my, wife, my wife's listening. Go on now. Um, <laughs> right. Obviously, we've got a guest in the studio today. So let's first of all talk about Shrewsbury. I don't want to spend too much time on Shrewsbury because I think it was a, a business-like performance and, you know, it's points over performance. Um, Kyle, who stood out for you? Davis. I don't think anyone else really... Davis, he, he kept us in it. We at him, we wouldn't have got the three points. Like you said, it was one of them performances where we just got the job done in the end. It was scrappy. It, there were one goal in it, but we were the one that got the three points, and that's all you can keep doing. Whether it's winning ugly or winning 4-0, we still got the job done. Yeah, Chris, um, important to come back with a win, especially after the um, afters in the tunnel with Joey Barton the week before, because yeah. that's what it's all been about, hasn't it? So it was important to let the football do the talking again. Yeah, no, I certainly think we did that. Well, like Carl said, the result did the talking in the end. The football wasn't too uh, too pretty. Um, Davis, yes, top performance. I thought Michael Stephen Barra once again I worked in such tight areas, and uh, he's passed to find uh, Jacob Brown for the winning goal. I mean, anybody else would have probably smashed it across the box, and but his vision and uh, yeah, great finish by Jacob and three points in the bag. Kyle, bit of a surprise. It was the fostering takeover match. It was the junior takeover match, and a surprise name was uh, added onto the uh, on the team sheet on the bench because Kiefer Moore, who we thought was out for the season, um, back in the playing squad. How much of a tonic was that for you as a fan, first of all, and and how do you think for the club and for the team going into these last few matches is it to have Kiefer back? Oh well, as a fan, you're thinking, wow, you know, we weren't expecting him till the start of next season, and even then we were unsure if he was still going to be unfit to play or whatever. So for him to come back earlier than what he should have, for me, they put a little video out on Twitter, a little teaser with, with Kiefer Marshall. Um, it felt good to have him back, you know, because I feel like Woodrow's been missing him, you know, because he's had to come backwards more out wide rather than his usual position of up front. So, as a fan, it's great to have him back. And Chris, just the, the last one on uh, Plymouth. The moment Kiefer Moore on Shrewsbury, sorry, on Shrewsbury. Yeah, the moment Kiefer Moore uh, took to the pitch. Yes. Have you felt an atmosphere and 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 a. I suppose an applause like that in the last few seasons for a player coming on that's, that's been out for a while no. because it was just electric wasn't yeah, it yeah absolutely brilliant ovation for Kiefer Mott standing ovation really and uh, yeah it was electric you're right Carl and it gave everybody a massive lift a uh, massive lift in the ground I imagine the players give them a massive lift and let's be right about it if you're two centre arse playing for Shrewsbury and uh, you've been run ragged for 65 minutes by you know Corey Woodrow and uh, Michael Stephen Barra the last thing you want is uh, you know a 6 foot 5 plus Kiefer Moore coming on and uh, yeah he made it Difficult for them, and he did Barnsley a plan, a plan B and a plan C, and we've struggled for that recently. And you know, we're back in the goals now. Right, you mentioned massive lift. You got a massive lift on Monday. Did you see <laughs> what I did there? <laughs> uh, from Chris, you went to Plymouth. Talk to me about the journey down. I'll just hang my microphone up because I, I viewed it from home. I just paid a tenner because it, it was easier. What was the journey down like? Yeah, we're nice, nice weather. We've got us on weatherman and pilot. It's not many other places where you get that, is it? Uh, great, great journey down. You know, it seemed to fly by because we, we we just talked talk football. Talk football, yeah. That's it. We talked football. We had a bit of breakfast, on not we, Dan? It, we were a good journey, wasn't it, Chris? Really? Yeah, really good journey. Good weather. Uh, not much traffic at all, and uh, we arrived in uh, Plymouth to a nice pasty, which were oh, good. Yes. Straight out at Bakker van. From Food Bakker. is a theme here, isn't it? With you, <laughs> 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 something about. <laughs> uh, what about the match, though? What about the match, Chris? Oh. Uh, 
Barnsley that first 30 minutes was it, I think it was three goals in what 18 minutes 90 minutes something like that absolute clinical is, is, is the word I'd use the first goal Kyle would draw probably only half a chance cut it back across goal with his left foot find the bottom corner uh, the second goal Jacob Brown I believe uh, probably the big biggest chance at game again takes it Jacob Brown in amongst the goals a lot of assists and a lot of goals recently good time for us we need that and then obviously Alex Mowat weren't really a tenth of a chance he's absolutely slammed it into what a screamer that was yeah, we're by, a, me. It, by me by me to add that in <laughs> yeah it were, it were a good performance and I think you said after the game on Monday Chris that it were quite a mature performance from such a young group of players because we just you know, we just got that done, didn't we? So yeah, second half. Yeah, you're right, Carl. It's a good point that out. Second half, Carl. They, you uh, know, you watched. They really controlled the game. They took the tempo out of it. Kept the ball. Uh, it was quite a mature performance for, no doubt, the youngest uh, team in the league, really. So, talked about Plymouth. Talked about Shrewsbury. Just really quickly from both of you, Carl. First, what sort of performance? We're going to look at the table, and everything in a minute. What sort of performance does Barnsley need to produce against Blackpool? for us to still have hope of automatic promotion come a week on Saturday. Just a professional one and get three points. A winning one. Well, we know about winning performances. This is for the fans. The Vibe.
Vibes Report on The Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. Good afternoon, Red Report fans. In the studio today we have special guest, Josh Whale, the Cinderella man himself. How are you doing, Josh? Are you alright? Yeah, good for you, thanks. It's nice to see you again. It's been a while. Yeah. So then, Josh, some absolute massive news regarding yourself and a sign of a new contract. Do you want to tell me what that means to you and, uh, and your family? Yeah, I, I signed with Dennis Hobson Promotions uh, yesterday. Um, new contract. Um, I'm, I'm moving up in weight. Um, and, and we're looking, we're looking for a world title shot. Win four or five fights, hopefully, if I keep winning. So um, it's massive news for my career. Um, I've boxed for English, British, Commonwealth, European, and I'm, I'm last push now to try and get a world title fight. Um, I'm 31 now, so I'm not getting no younger. So I think the link up with Dennis because he's, he's um, you know, he's. He's performed at that level before we're uh, getting people world title fight. He believes in me, so I'm, uh, I'm all for it, mate. Yeah, very interesting. I mean, what a story career you've had, Josh. You've had plenty of highs and uh, a few lows. And I mean, obviously, we've talked about a few of those off there, and it's been it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride for you, hasn't it? Yeah, my career. Um, I wasn't supposed to have a career, really. Um, I've um, I've o- overcome adversity uh, many a times. Um, I've you know I've had bad decisions. I've had injuries. Um, I've, I've been wrote off. Said that I couldn't win British title. I, I always wanted to uh, to get to uh, a level which I'm at now, and and the fan base and everything I've got. Um, you know I, I've got a lot of art and desire. All I've ever known is boxing. So I, I had to succeed really, and I made sure I, I did. Yeah, you kind of like back yourself into a corner, haven't you? In terms of the succeed, and it was succeed or or nothing really with you, Josh. You, you always first to sacrifice everything, uh, and I mean it's paid off, has it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you know, Chris from from school. Um, I've always boxing been always been my life. Um, I've dedicated my life to boxing. Um, there's you know there's, there's not been much else uh, growing up. It's all been boxing. Um, now nah, it's a bit, it's a bit different because I've got I've got three boys, uh, Mikey, Jack, and Jacob, and uh, um, you know uh, my life around them as well as as boxing. Um, but like I said, I backed myself into corner, but I backed myself. Um, that that that's what I did. I had a good supportive family. Uh, they backed me, and, and that's what you need. Uh, and when things go rough, you've got you've got to uh, take rough with smooth and. I've proved them wrong. You certainly have, Josh. I mean, you have had it rough at times, and like you've mentioned before, decisions have gone against you that may, may I shouldn't have. Uh, obviously, you've had injuries and stuff like that. And, you know, what, what kind of message do you send out to people that want to succeed, not just in boxing, but in life in general? Yeah, it just tap- typifies what kind of uh, Barnsley folk are, you know. <laughs> That's what we are. We, we don't never say a dry attitude. Hopefully, we'll show that um, in the last couple of games of the season. That's what we want, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I've, ne- I've never given up. I mean, uh, everything what happened in my career, uh, what not many people know because I mean, we keep it private. But my trainer, me, uh, my dad, he, you know, he got diagnosed with spinal tumors uh, when I was sixteen, and he only got till fifty to live. And he he went through all chemo, radio, he's had seven operations, and um, you know he's still here fighting that. So I didn't really have to look far for inspiration to, to my best mate. You know, my dad, uh, he he was carrying on fighting everything. Um, he was my best man at my wedding. My oldest son's called after him. He's me everything, my dad. So I thought, um, you know, he's keep doing it. So I, I'm going to keep doing it. And I said to him, I'll get there. I'll get you that British title. And uh, I got him and I defended it twice by knockout. So 
we're happy yeah that's brilliant Josh and you're an absolute massive in, within our community of Barnsley and you know, we, we look up to you and I, th- I think you're an absolute inspiration to a lot of people so thank you yeah no worries um, just just a typical day then in the life of Josh Whale I know you've got uh, your fingers in many pies and you're a very busy man uh, yeah. you, you have such a great work ethic you work a lot harder than a lot of people so yeah it drives me uh, wife crazy I'm never really in house but <laughs> uh, key to a, a yeah, successful it, marriage yeah don't be in house <laughs> uh, so I'll get up and when I've got a fight coming up uh, I'll go. I'll go running. I'll do my road work in morning. Um, I'll take kids to school. I always do school running mornings. Um, then I go to me. Um, I suppose what many people don't know. I, I've got. I've got a day job. Uh, I work with kids who's disengaged from secondary school right. uh, as a boxing tutor and uh, outdoor activities and I do stuff like that with them. Uh, that's ten till two. Um, and that's kind of work I want to go into when I've um, when I've done boxing full time. Uh, really, I I love helping kids out. Then I come home, uh, I get pick my training bag up, I go to the gym, I train in in our gym at Mickey's Athletic at Mexborough. Um, I'll, I'll do a now and a half session then at night, and then I, I train kids three times a week for our gym, and that's voluntary. You don't get paid for that. Um, that's our boxing club. Mine and my dad's what we've, we've built up. My dad's run boxing clubs for the last 25 years, and I've obviously since he's been ill, I've carried on his name. So, you mentioned when you've done your career, that's what's what you want to move on to a little bit more. Um, obviously, immediate future, then, what's what's next? Immediate future is uh, fulfilling me, uh, fulfilling my potential. I've, um, I've been in and around, I've had 20 championship fights, um, area British Masters. Uh, British Commonwealth European you know so I want to test myself um, Dennis believes I, I've got a world, world title fight in me and, and that's what I'm going to go for I mean you know it'd be, be great I mean I've been wrote, see the thing is with, with people when, when they say it's not going to happen I, I've been told it's not going to happen before so it, that, that stuff don't really bother me and if I've got uh, Dennis Hobson who's worked with Ricky Atten and big names in British boxing yeah. it's, it's cheap for them I believe in it, my dad believes in it, my trainer, then my family believe in it. That's all you really, all you need to, you know, you just need to put other people wrong. Yeah, I don't think they're the only people that believe in you, Josh. I think Barnsley's a place and, and the community of South Yorkshire, I think we all believe in you, we're all, we're all behind you. We're just going to go to a suck now, we'll come back to you after the break. Cheers, Chris. The Reds Report on The Vibe, sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley.
The Reds Report on The Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. Back on The Vibe, listening to The Reds Report uh, live at five. Josh, you touched briefly on your uh, community work. Yeah. Do you think that's quite a rewarding thing personally for you, and do you, do you enjoy it quite a bit? Yeah, definitely. I... Um you know, I, r- I run the boxing club for three days a week. We get kids from all different walks of life. Um, you know, uh, you get your your kids who are wanting to come to box, but not, well, our boxing club's not really just a boxing club, really. We've got kids who come who's, you know, they've got issues at school, they're overweight. There's loads of different issues where uh, some, a parent or a bigger kid uh, boxing, which, you know, it covers a lot of different different things through boxing I think it's brilliant I think myself personally I think government and stuff should get involved with more with stuff like boxing clubs football clubs and you know that's good for kids and getting them active Um, and I volunteer my time three days a week for for our club and uh, you know I love it working with kids I I sort of respect my dad got um, from it and I always wanted that my dad can can go out now and you know there's uh, there's kids at my age with, with kids in the art shopping and they always stop and game time and what you did for me were brilliant so I want that, that you know there's some things that money can't buy um, and that's respect so that that's what I wanted um, and and I think I'm I'm I'm, ge- I'm gradually gaining it um, for work I'm doing with kids. Yeah, so is it, it's almost like an alternative to education because we said off air, education's not for everyone, you know, and and this is almost like an interactive alternative for them. Yeah, that that work that I do do through the year for Dern Valley Personal Development Centre, that is exactly what that is. Um, secondary school's not for everyone, as, as we know, there's different um, criteria and stuff everybody's got to stick to, so it's not, it's not going to be for everyone, but... Um, I think what, I, what I'm good at, well, I hope I'm good at, I, I talk to kids, I talk them about lifestyle, and uh, Chris Onogos is growing up with me, um, you know, I, I've, got, I've got good morals, I, I try and I try and put them onto kids, and hopefully uh, it's, it's, making, it's making some changes, and uh, that, that's, where I'm, that's what I'm for. Yeah, and how did that opportunity come about to, you know, help children like this who, who would rather be more interactive with sort of stuff like that yeah so so our boxing gym is uh, is operated from the same building as the uh, Denver personal development center I work with kids who was dis- disengaged from secondary school and they saw work i was doing for boxing club for uh, you know through through at night and they, they asked me to to come and work and you know basically i started as a boxing tutor then uh, I was doing more outdoor activities with him and lifestyle changes and stuff like that. So, yeah, and hopefully when I've stopped boxing, um, see, everybody thought I, I'd probably go into managing and promoting. Um, I've got my badges to be... I've got uh, my professional badges, and that is an option I'd probably look at going down. Um, but I like working with kids as well, uh, you know, and bringing best out with them. Uh, so I'll have to see what happens. But at, at, at present... Um, you know, I've got to concentrate on my uh, boxing career, and this is my last throw at dice. Um, I've got all town behind me. Uh, I've got more publicity now than I've ever had. So, uh, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen now. So, yeah, that's, for that. yeah, that's fantastic news. So, you've just signed a new uh, contract. Yeah. Congratulations on that, yeah. by the way. Um, so. When you're preparing for a fight and you do training, mm. what does the sort of training camp look like in a lead up to the game? Yeah, so so you, so your training camp it's a completely different to football. We uh, we how you go about training. So you'll get a fight. You'll get a, you'll probably get eight to ten weeks notice, and you you basically uh, your whole life changes. Then you're on a strict diet. 
um, you, you, your training sessions of um, you know the intensifier as weeks go on. Um, I've been to Tenerife last last three training camps for a bit of warm weather and sparring. That helps. Um, obviously, your calories are coming down, so uh, you know you've not got as much energy. Um, it, it's hard work, you know. It's hard work being a professional boxer. I, I, I I've got three three sons now. I wouldn't know if I, I want that for them. Um, I got I get asked quite a lot. Would you like your boys to be boxers? And to be honest, I'd hand on me I, I wouldn't but if if they, if they did I'd support them like my mum and dad supported me uh, but, it, but it's hard work so you're up in the morning you're running you're at gym night you're doing your bags you're sparring your circuit work you know everything intensifies uh, I've had 20 championship fights so obviously I've had 20 uh, 8 to 10 week camps you know and they can take it out you you know you get injuries and stuff like that um, but it's hard work I like to do 10 mile on a Sunday uh, To finish my week I always have Saturday off I, I finish kids But I run 10 mile re- religiously every Sunday uh, I've been told um, It's not great for my knees And, and stuff like that But I've, I've always done it So it's a bit of a, bit of a tradition for me And there's uh, some pit stacks At back of Cotton Wood uh, and I always run up them, and I always get there's some stones there. And I always um, get on top of stones on last lap and look up down at my daddy's on stopwatch and uh, do the old Rocky, you know where he does it. Um, <laughs> Adrian, yeah, yeah, yeah do the old Rocky. And I look down at my dad, and I look down at town that I brought or brought up from in, uh, Brampton, uh, and it just gives me a, gives me a kick. And I've done them ever since I've been 12 year old, and I still do them now. And I still get the same feeling when I get up on them them rocks and. T- that feeling goes I don't think you know it's brilliant uh, I, I look at Brampton where, I, where, I'm, where I'm from and where I'm from and I live at Elsica now and that's just behind me so I, I look at Brampton look at Elsica then, then I set off back down so and I do it 12 times if I'm boxing 12 rounds so up and down pit starts 12 times I do a lot of I, I've been uh, I've stuck in my ways people said I, I had to train ways but I didn't I was just stuck in my ways and I just carried on doing everything my dad told me we, we train old school we do a lot of hard sparring hard running old rocky stuff we, everything's really gone scientific now um, you know my, my brother's got a degree in sports science he, he's, he's more scientific than me but I, I, do, I do it old school um, and, and it's worked in the long run can I just ask us? Obviously, when we talk about football, uh, a football team prepares, let's say Monday to Friday. They play yeah. on a Saturday. They lose. They then evaluate where it's gone wrong, and within two days, the training again for the next match. On the how difficult is that for you, though? Because you go in a training camp for weeks. You're then in the ring. Let's say you lose. Let's say you lose in France, where you shouldn't have lost, and you were properly done by. Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically speaking, without putting blame on anybody. How do you then? pick yourself up from that to, to come back again it's really hard it's a really good question that because um, in football we've always said us boxers we always say in football you can put it right next week uh, we can't it takes us months and months and uh, France really hit me hard um, I didn't think it did but it did mentally uh, it could have changed uh, you know mine and my family's life so it were, it were a big thing I, I, di- I didn't really know how much it affected me but it did affect me because the way I uh, where they went about things in France, it took a lot of gain over. Um, you, you're right in that aspect. We're boxing, really. If you have a bad performance, it's it's a lot on, on the night. Um, I had a bad performance last time. Are you 
in my answer that 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 won't you know that were really bad performance for me so i need to put it right now i've got to wait till next time to put it right you know which might be four four or five months since it happened so and again as in football does the home advantage if 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 about organized because i don't know how that works are you able to say i will box him but i want it at the metronome on this venue or that town have you got a say in that and, and does that count as an advantage to you yeah definitely my career's trains were first off when uh, when i started boxing i'd uh, i'd fight aberdeen london i'd, I'd be all over um, if someone's phone ring if my dad turned the fight down because it would just me and my dad then if my dad i wouldn't speak to him because i you know that that's kind of way that i fought you know if somebody offers you a fight you fight you're a boxer that's what you're supposed to do but as it's gone on um that's not really how it works um i've got a massive fan base at banzai and i, I sell i sell metrodome at donny dome so people really got to come to me now because I've, I've got a massive fan base so that, that that's really how it, how it works but i do i do uh, i do think more boxers should should box away from home i mean that that's boxing that's why ufc's took off a lot where there's a lot of con- contractual things happening in professional boxing where best don't box best but in ufc they do best box be- uh, fight best right then josh that brings us on nicely to uh, our twitter question we've got yeah. a twi- uh, twitter question from al smith who has asked uh, would you like to uh, have the world title fight or a fight at oh well at some point soon yeah definitely i mean that's something we've talked about uh, quite quite a bit and obviously with red fans they'd love, they'd love to see that uh, that that there's a few uh, bucket lists i've got with with boxing and i've i've nearly ticked them all off but you know one of them would be a world title fight and obviously boxing at well so i'm trying to take them off you know before i've gone and uh, i'd lo- i love that i mean that's that's why i'm that's why i'm in game for stuff like that and you know I think now Barnsley more than ever the game it's not just football it's it's more a community thing uh, and I've got a lot of support from Reds fans and people behind Barnsley so yeah I, th- I think it's a strong possibility it would be lovely wouldn't it to sell, uh, sell all well out oh, and, uh, pl- and play a time rider <laughs> yeah well and, and then Bruce Springsteen yeah the clubs will be really good with you as well because we've yeah. seen you on the pitch with your belts yeah. and how much because as you talked about it before we know the town is behind you but when you're in the, the arena of a football stadium and people are there to watch a football match the applause you get and everything does that give you that extra sort of 5% waiting for the next fight to say I'm, you know, I want to take this into there yeah definitely I mean uh, there's no I'm really I'm really proud of where I've come from and where I've achieved as, as a Barnsley man and uh, you know stuff like that when you when you go on pitch with Bell and you know atmosphere you get off lads and that and there's a lot of lads you know who I know who I went to school with and they're all there singing away so it's great pal it's really it's emotional when you, when you, when you think about it yeah it uh, brings on to the next uh, Twitter question which is from Mike Tanty and he asked would you prefer Barnsley to be promoted to the Premier League or for you to win the world title <laughs> could do both could do both <laughs> yeah I mean yeah we, we, we'd love both but I'd have to go with uh, a world title fight for yourself I think uh, you know, it, it will, will be great to see Barnsley back in Premiership. I mean, it will to see that for time. It will, it will be brilliant, and you know, for seeing me both of them be brilliant. But I'd have to take my world title. But Barnsley going to get promoted anyway, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, 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 so that's yeah, fine. yeah. Uh, One last Twitter question. Yeah. Then he's from Mozza, uh, and he said that uh, his friends give him abuse because his his mistress is beautiful, and they say that his friends are always saying that he's punching all the time. <laughs> so Josh, Mozza's question is: Do you think you can out punch him? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, I'd have to see. Um, 
my wife probably thinks I'm punching, so <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'll have to uh, take it with that. <laughs> okay, Josh, thank you. We'll move back this to the music. It's for the fans. <laughs> the vibe. <laughs> What a good place to be Don't believe it What a good place to be Don't believe I Absolutely loving it. Um, we're going to talk to Joshua Hill again in a minute. Uh, we just had some Twitter reactions. Um, you want to just read them out, Kyle? I'm just thinking. I know I sort of put your foot today. They're on the screen. All right, yeah. So Lee, Lee Barber's uh, retweeted the Reds report saying it's a brilliant show this week and you can listen on at the Vibe Barns or we can catch the podcast later this evening. Yeah. Um, Recording on the right computer this week, so we should be able to. <laughs> we'll have one this week. Daz has uh, tweeted us saying it's a great interview so far, pal, onwards and upwards. It's great to have these sort of tweets coming out of us and we like interaction, don't we? So yeah, we're getting a lot of support this week. We had a lot of support with Nancy Plymouth and keep it up. We, we love these tweets and uh, keep listening. Oh, I did want for a bit of attention these two. <laughs> <laughs> going live down the motorway, I'm telling you. <laughs> He's jealous because he How are you doing, Chris? Yeah. Well, the wind falls about easterly, northeasterly. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> let's go. Let's go back to the football. Um, Kyle, you first of all. Are we looking at Luton or are we watching Portsmouth? Um. Only way is up, isn't it? We're looking at Luton. We're three points off them. You know, there's no reason to say we can't win the league. And obviously, Luton now will feel the pressure. They could get caught by Portsmouth also. Obviously, a ticker a bit because Luton are, are a good side. But we'll take positives from last night at Wimbledon getting a point. There's no reason why we can't go on and catch them. It's a win, and if they lose, we're right on their tail. Yeah, um, Chris. Luton had a way at Burton. 
Friday. We know what that's like. Incredibly hard fixture, yeah. We didn't take anything, did we? And, uh, you know, Sunderland didn't, uh, didn't take three points there either. So, yeah, it's going to be difficult for them. And then, obviously, they've got Oxford following that. And I think Oxford are unbeaten in five. One four and drawn one. So, yeah, well, it's going to be easier. Nearly at the top of the uh, of the form table. So, let's look at Barnsley then. Blackpool. Um, is it is it... Is it too easy for me to say to Kyle, well, you know, should we look at Luton? Because Blackpool are no mugs, are they? They're no mugs. Um, and obviously, if you look at the home game uh, previous, uh, Shrewsbury, uh, the first 20 minutes quite tense. You know, we were out of sorts at times. And there's a bit of added pressure there. You know, the pressure's on us. Uh, it's coming to, you know, sharpen the season. We can't make any mistakes. We've got to, we've got to be clean cut. We've got to be clinical like we were on Saturday. And so, yeah, it's not clean cut and it's going to be difficult. But I, uh, I can see a... a Tight to Barnsley victory, I hope. Kyle, will your phone be on with uh, a notification for what's happening between Sunderland and Portsmouth? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Everyone's will be. And you'll you'll hear from reaction from City. And we did at Plymouth when Peterborough scored, it was like we'd scored a goal and we cheered yeah. when Peterborough equalised. Was, was it after full just time? Just after full time. Yeah, we celebrated and then I think 20 seconds later we celebrated again. Yeah. So. And obviously when we played Blackpool in the league away, they were still having issues with their owner so they didn't have a fan base back then. It was quite empty and it, there were more Barnsley fans so I'm sure they'll have a good following tomorrow now. They've got their club back and it's got a good vibe around Blackpool so it's not going to be an easy game yeah. um, Josh you, you talked about your training camps earlier we know you're a Barnsley fan during the camp are you cut off from the outside world i.e. looking at all the results social media contact with the wife is it just in a bubble literally preparing for a bout or is there some um, yeah as, as I've uh, got older obviously I've got commitments, obviously, with, with, with my kids, so it, it's you've got to do stuff with kids and stuff like that. So I am an art and about. My oldest son likes to go and watch Barnsley, so I, I take him to matches when I can. Yeah, he loves his football, so yeah, I, I always check Saturdays. I always check our Vazers going in. More often, I, I take a little lad and we go and watch. Yeah. Um, for, forgot to ask you as well. Um, a lot of footballers, when we interviewed them, when we talked to them, they say, you know, I grew up and I saw so and so playing. I wanted to be like that. Mm. Was it like that for you? Did you see a boxing match or anything? You thought, mm, I wouldn't mind having a go at that, or is it just something you, you fell into? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I wanted to be me. My oldest brother, he were a professional boxer. Uh, I were always chasing him. He were <laughs> national schoolboy champion. Uh, my dad's always trained as he was always had an amateur club, so I, I didn't really, um, you know, to be honest, when people used to say to me, I want boxing family, I want boxing family till I was probably about 14, 15, cause they said, uh, Greenwood, my older brother, he, he was a boxer, he was national champion, he turned professional, um, he didn't pursue his boxing career, uh, where I seen where he went wrong in certain aspects uh, I put them right and you know he could have been just as good as me um, so I used him as my inspiration really yeah. and it's it's a good time isn't it for British boxing at the moment obviously Anthony Joshua making headlines and you know making all over um, would you recommend you talked about your own kids and you're unsure if, if somebody came to your boxing club and you see he's got a bit of a potential is it hard to sell to people say you, you know you should think about becoming a boxer because there's not many people that are willing to go into a ring with the chance of getting their head punched in for you know three times twelve times three minutes not whether ugly is. as me and you Carl no <laughs> listen a night out in Basel on Peel Street they do it for free <laughs> don't they? But it, 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 it must take a lot of confidence and self-belief to say I'm going in there to you know to sort of almost 
He does. It's, it's hard to explain. Um, you can't. You can't. You can't play at boxing. Um, you can play football. You can play tennis. But there's oh, different levels. Yeah, isn't yeah, there? yeah, yeah. You, you can't play. You, it's um, there's there's health issues with boxing. We we all know that. But I'm not your, t- you know, I'm not your typical boxer. I've said it before. Uh, you know, I, I'm just a easy going lad, really. Who, uh, but I just love boxing. I love the. Uh, my mum used to say to me, "I'm devil in disguise." Got some nicest kid in the world outside, but as soon as bell rings, I change, and uh, that still happens. I you know I change. Um, Where I, I wouldn't like to see me. I don't know how my dad's done it. To be honest with me, uh, being being so supportive and being my coach for all these years, seeing what I've gone through, uh, but he supported me all, all the way. I, I don't know if I could do that to my. I don't know if I've been, you know, ever been in that position where position where my boys wanted to box. Um, it's an hard sport, but if they did, I you know I'd support them. I'd support them. And all the kids in in my gym, I, I tell them. Um, give me 100% I'll give you 100% and that's all you can ask for and if somebody wants to give you 100% and want to be a boxer then you've got to support and uh, do the best, best you can for because like every sport there's uh, you know, the, you know, nobody wants to say, but there's uh, there's crooks in every in, in every sport. So you need good guys. Um, boxing has learnt me over years. Um, it, it's changed me as a person because I used, you know, you're naive and you think everybody's on the same wavelength as you, and they're not. Uh, you know, boxing is a business. We amateur boxing is a sport. Um, when people used to say that to me, I didn't really used to realise what it was, but I do now because going through you do, and not everybody's got your best interest at heart. But if you find a team that that do have your best interest at that, it's a brilliant sport. You know, it's took, you know, it's given me everything I wanted in my life. Very good, right, lads. All three of you. I'll yeah. not take part because I'm shocking at this anyway. Um, I'm going to give you the three fixtures that we're going to concentrate on now. We're going to play some music, which lasts oh, six minutes thirty-two. Imagine that. Let's start it. Might as well. Um, six minutes thirty. Um, I want you to think about Barnsley versus Blackpool, Burton versus Luton, and Sunderland Portsmouth. And I want you to come up with what your score prediction is going to be. Then we're going to compare them, and we're going to talk a little bit more about Blackpool at home after this. Do we get it, Chris? I love it. You can work with Josh and show how shocking you are at these sort of predictions. (laughs) (laughs) Right back straight after this.
A bit of opus on air Wednesday afternoon and life is life. The problem is when it's a live performance, you never know when to stop because it just goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> right, first of all, Team Whale. See, you're including this. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, winning side, winning side. First of all, um, Sunderland Portsmouth. What do you reckon? Sunderland Portsmouth. I'm going to go 2 2. A draw will well, 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 work for us, and if we don't, we'll just send Josh to sort them out. Can't yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two, I, I, I think um, Sunderland's a bit hit and miss at minute, aren't they? When Portsmouth fo- on on form, as so to speak, so I think them travelling. I think it'll be two two. Yeah, steady malite, isn't yeah. it? So yeah. it'll even it up a little yeah. bit. That'd be perfect for Barnsley. And I think Sunderland will feel the pressure of having to perform and having to win, knowing that even if they win. They're not going to catch us, which is good. Of course they're not. Portsmouth needs to keep that up, otherwise it's out to us. Mr Walker. You, you wouldn't write it. I've got 2-2 two, two down as well. Have you all been talking? <laughs> got to I'm referee here, you know. <laughs> you don't have to disagree with Josh, you know. He's not going to hurt you. <laughs> I promise. I think Sunderland score goals, but they concede goals. I mean, Coventry game's a great example. 5-4. Five, five, four. Four. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, and obviously I'm going because we want the draw really don't we so that's yeah. probably my little bit of side coming out saying we just want the draw and if that happens obviously I'll I'll WhatsApp my boss on Saturday afternoon saying can I have next Monday off because then <laughs> Bristol becomes a promotion party doesn't it yep. so what do you reckon then at home team well at home Barnsley the Reds versus Blackpool 1-0 uh, Barnsley I think it's going to be very tense and be oh. very tight I know we don't a, need this negativity it's be, no it's not negativity <laughs> it's going to be very nail biting it'll be a big test for us but I guarantee we'll come through here Cameron McGeehan Very good What do you reckon? You, you say Cam McGeehan Cam McGeehan What do you do Josh? I, I think uh, Barnes is going to I think they're going to surprise us I think they're going to put a uh, Not surprise us Because you know It's what we want But I think they're going to put a uh, Really good performance on I think manager You know He's He's got his expert, you know. He's actually—I don't know what what it is he brings to the team, but I think um, he'll get—he'll have them all ready and I'm going for a three nil. Oh, I hope. He so. reminds me of that trainer from the Rocky film, Stendhal. You know what I mean? He's always there. He never gives be, up. Always yeah. believes in every single you've player. Put, I can remember the first game of the season. I took my boy, and he stood up, and I just looked at him. I thought he's brilliant. I could just obviously from a different sportsman's point point of view. He was so, uh, you know, he believed in him so much, clapped everything. I thought, yeah, it could be. He yeah, motivates yeah, the players yeah. beyond belief, and there's never any negativity from him, is yeah. there? You don't want him next to you around the pool in Tenerife on your training camp because they always get that chair when putting the towel on them. You don't want to play football against them because they're always lucky and they always win. 
but they never know how to, 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 to never say die attitude is it? I yeah. think he instilled it in our young squad this season I really yeah, really I hope do. he takes out back to Fleetwood when he sees Joey Barton again well, <laughs> I, but we could set it up if you want to you know give some lessons and you know we can we, we can go live on the Twitter account Chris's <laughs> eyes lighting up Kyle Barnsley versus uh, Blackpool um I've not quite gone 1-0 but I think it will be tight I've got that sort of vibe as well from last home performance but I think we've just said we could take that performance from Plymouth into that game yeah. uh, I've got 2-1 down uh, to Barnsley I think they'll concede don't know why you know we had a we had a clean sheet as we said before game and Lindsay's back in isn't yeah. it Lindsay again was was brilliant yeah, uh, that statistic that we read on, on Lindsay yeah. the amount of games he's played and, and the clean sheets yeah and he stuff. he's not played 14 and huge. even 14 Absolutely I think huge. we've had 20 clean sheets haven't we yeah, yeah so yeah to have yeah, Lindsay back there's a yeah there's a chance that we, we might be a bit tighter at back so yeah. so lads um we all seem to think that Barnsley are going to do it then. Yeah. Um, which leads nicely to next week's show when we have the award show and looking forward to our final game of the season, which is at Bristol away. Josh, thank you very, very much for coming in today. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for having us, lads. It's yeah, been thank, brilliant. Thanks for anything back. coming up, community wise, about anything, let us know and come back and see us. Yeah, again. definitely, lads. It's been uh, thanks for having me. It's been great. Absolutely fantastic. Chris, see you next week. You certainly will. Kyle, you back next week? As always. I hope you are as well. We're back next week, 5 o'clock, live on The Vibe. sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.